Hey everyone, just wrapped up the recording for this episode. Um, yeah, it was a crazy episode. Lots happened uh, just even trying to record this this uh, episode. But I hope you guys find it uh, valuable. Basically, just go into that dev and design relationship and my thoughts on it, how uh, I operate in it as a designer, and hopefully put some thoughts out there that challenge the status quo about how we perceive those roles and functions on a product team um, and also end it with just an open invitation to bring you in on the conversation and ask for your perspective and, and see what other how you deal maybe you're a product owner maybe you're a product manager maybe you're a developer maybe you're a designer on your product team I'd love to know what this relationship looks like and the challenges you face and maybe even the ways you've overcome some of those those challenges and really grew as a team uh, share those thoughts um, at Product Lead on Twitter or Lead Product on Twitter. Um, love to hear from you. Um, no, without further ado, let's just dive into the episode and let's get the show on the road. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Product Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Taus. This will be the second time that I record this. Um, so for those of you who don't know, basically I just babble as I commute on I-30 from my work to my home, and I'd already spun up another uh, pod, uh, another episode, and I had a, a recorded on that episode and updated that episode. So all that wise wisdom and awesome conversation, I had to delete and start over. So who knows? This could be better. This could be worse. Um, I basically went raw, you know, I went authentic. I basically just hit the record button and and just free flowed the whole thing. So we'll see what happens. This is a little less the way I wanted to come across to y'all. I want you guys to be part of that marination process that when I hit record, I'm just I'm just downloading my day and thinking through out loud the challenges and the things that are working and, and just documenting that for myself, but then also posting that in a way that other people can can listen in. And, and be interested, in, and, and maybe it speaks to something that uh, they're going through on their team as a designer, as a developer, as a product owner, whatever your role on the product team is. Um, so yeah, basically the topic for this episode is that partnership, that relationship between development and design. I think, you know, from my personal experience, and I think in general, there's always tension there, and the tension can be seen as maybe negative or always going to be in conflict. And I would like to just put the thought out there that I believe the tension is good and that I think there is a healthy tension that we can foster in that relationship. And I think the key takeaway and something that we should frame this whole thing in in the context is this open-handed approach. Um, It's a partnership. It's a relationship. These aren't just roles on a product team, you know, siloed roles, like roles that like, okay, you're a designer, you know, you're supposed to do everything in the front end of this whole process, come up with your ideas, your dreams, build them and design them, create prototypes, create documentation. And then when everything's just perfect, hit send, copy the paste, post in Jira, slide into dev development to do. And I just want to say, you know, I've been guilty of practicing this way, but um, I think we need to think of this relationship differently. And um, I'm not saying this is going to reduce the tension. I think in some ways it actually elevates the tension because 
we've gone into a bad practice as teams sometimes, you know, that process of just designing in a silo, tossing over the wall to dev. And, and then we kind of complain about, oh, they can't do this or they just like, they don't see it that way or like whatever your excuse might be. Let's, let's frame the conversation differently. Something that I've been challenged with is like, as a designer, from my perspective and my process, I always try to include the whole team, especially my lead dev and any other partnering devs on a project to be included in the discovery and you know solution uh, phase of the process. I think it's valuable. You know, As a designer, I, I have a lot of strengths, but I also have a lot of weaknesses. Um, when it comes to code, I don't have an extensive knowledge in that. I have a very general understanding of how things are built, how things interact. You know, you can go online and you can see all the resources of, you know, the limitations of certain native platforms and how they work and the features and how to build them and how to use them. And what's the appropriate way to interact in this interface and all that kind of stuff. I get all that. But I may not understand, you know, um, the back end, the servers, the calls, how strings are built and, and how things are attributed to one another and all the things that come with that territory. So that's where I need, you know, I lose the insight of, hey, this thing was built like this. And when you introduce this into the flow of this new component, or if you use this pattern in this way that differs from, you know, the standard way of, that we've used it in the past, this is what you're going to break. Or this is where we might think that the, the user experience might go a little crazy. It might get a little more complicated and, and confusing for somebody. And I think that's a valuable piece to consider. Um and more designers need to break down that ego that says, I can do this all by myself. I can come up with a solution all by myself. And then whenever I toss it over, it's, it's the truth. You know, development needs to um, execute exactly the way I designed it. And I think that's a bit of a false approach if they haven't considered um, dev in the process. And so for me personally, I'll just be transparent with y'all. It's like, I'm trying to figure that out, how to better that relationship. Um, my current process as a designer, as a lead designer, is, you know, I work heavily with my, my product owner um, to scope and define a task or a story and kind of, uh, in a general way, work out all the requirements, you know, whether it be a screen, whether it be adding something, whether it be a flow or a major component, a major feature, a major epic. And we kind of go back and forth, you know, um, I'm, I'm probably a very um, analytical, a very uh, cognitive heavy uh, designer. So I go to basically paper. I, I try and write down things first. I try to get a bunch of context. And so I, I create what I call a UX document. And basically in there, I'm, I'm got, you know, links to everything that needs to be linked to. I have um, identified the user persona and then now I'm, I'm, I'm basically stating what this feature is or what this component does and I'm, I'm writing it out. I'm first writing out if it's if it needs it I'm writing out how would someone use this? Why would they use this? What's the background for use this? What mindset might they be into? And so I'm trying to document all that and then I might start sketching out um, depending on how much UI I've already built around solving this thing um, a quick idea of, you know, what the flow might be, where buttons, where text, where lists might want to, you know, be. And then I have all those components already baked in because we've got a more mature product. And so I can just go to sketch real quickly and start 
you know, just dragging and dropping and, and building screens that way. Um, and then after that, I tried to create a prototype. And in the past, I've done prototypes where it's just been real heavy. I got an end-to-end, you know, uh, one product, one prototype. I update that thing and manage it. It's been really crazy to manage that thing. And sometimes you just need to focus on something very specific, a very specific flow. And so what I do then is create a flow prototype just for that specific thing that we're discussing. And then I get on Loom. I use a product called Loom. It allows me to have my own little, you know, bubble down in the left top left corner so they get to see me and how I interact with the screen and, and talking through the whole process and really getting into the nitty gritty details of that. And then I post that in the document and then I take all that and I post it into our Jira ticket. And then there's kind of this like review between me and the PO that happens with all that. And then once we're good, um, I've, if there's real big questions, I bring in dev and, I, and I, I make sure that this is feasible. And if there's something that I understand is something we've never done before, I try to consult. But I think here is where I'm challenged a bit is thinking that like that's enough. Um, because, you know, we got all the documentation, we got all the videos, everything's broken down, spelled out, linked to very clear. But um, in practice, there's just some real knowledge gaps that happen. And I think there's a fine balance and I don't have the answer and we'll probably just end on a question more than a solution. But like there's a fine balance between everyone's got to be in a conversation and um, having the right people in the conversation and who should be the ones to sign off on that conversation, on that technical scoping of uh, something that we feel has been you know, approved and designed. And I think just walking that out very clearly and taking the time to sit down with all the partners that need to be in that conversation and say, are we all good with this? And what are the fallacies and what are the things that we should really address before this thing gets approved for design? And just the heads up designers, I think this really, you know, stunts our ego a bit. You know, we like to say we've thought through everything and we don't want to be challenged per se, but I think we should really take a moment and consider that this is a partnership that we can't function without both sides coming to the table and really doing this. And in a fast moving environment, a fast paced moving environment, like the one that I'm in, it can be very challenging and, and almost like, why do we all have to pause right now and take the time and effort in the mental loading capacity to switch and all make sure that we're good about this. But I'm thinking that that's kind of where things need to be, you know? Um, we can't just move it to development to do and, and, and wait um, however long it takes for that to become a reality as the next task. And then the questions arise and then the stress is on this like timestamp now. And we thought we had all of our uh, I's dotted and T's crossed, but um, new things happen, you know, and especially in a fast pace environment, uh, scope can change in a moment's notice. And so, I don't know, those are just some of the challenges that I'm experiencing as a designer and some of the things that I can see as opportunities for growth on our team. And as a designer, I think, um, and someone who is really about how does the team function and this is, you know, every if someone wins on the team, everybody wins on the team. If someone's losing on the team, everybody's losing on the team. And I just kind of take that mindset into Um, how I communicate, how I involve people in the process and not perfect in that process, but I like to always make that like kind of my anchoring point about how I frame problems and seek opportunities. Um, 
And I just wanted to share that bit with you and also just get some perspective from you guys out there. And, you know, like, um, I don't know if I mentioned, I know I mentioned in the previous tried recording of this, but there's a Twitter page now. If you go to at uh, lead product on Twitter, that'll be the Twitter profile for this, this podcast. And really that's built as a way to share thoughts um, so they don't have to be on my personal account. But then two, a way to really frame some great conversations, you know, tag, tag at lead product in the conversation and let me know your thoughts and let's see what the community, like how they approach this problem or some of the pitfalls and, and let's just share, let's be vulnerable. Let's, let's come at it from a place of sharpening, of wanting to be better and for, to break down some of those walls and those barriers and those defined roles that we all like to kind of sit in and be comfortable with and really break out of those and, and tackle problems together as designers, developers, as a team, as product owners and project managers. So uh, hit me up over there, hit us up over there on, on Twitter and let's see if we can get a conversation going. Um, hopefully that was even helpful too. Maybe some of you guys are processing some of that in your own workflows, in your own workspaces, in your own roles. Um, love to hear from you on that. So this is just getting started back up. And uh, again, it's a really relaxed format. I'm just driving, cruising down the road, um, downloading my thoughts. Um, and I'm going to go on vacation uh, in a couple of days. And so we might get another podcast for a while. just want to give you guys a heads up about that. Um, but in the meantime, hopefully some conversations happening. And uh, when I come back next week, at the end of the week, maybe there'll be some, some new topics to discuss. But really... At the end of the day, I just thought it'd be cool to document my thoughts in a platform that anybody can come to later on down the road and engage with and provide some value towards and, and even push back against and see what kind of things this, this sparks. You know, I'm a, I'm a person of, uh, I like to learn. And so I think this is a fascinating way to learn, you know, be vulnerable, share, put it out there, see how people respond. And, and then make it more of a community uh, way to learn rather than me just driving home by myself in my car and learning for myself. That seems kind of boring. I've been doing that for like a year and um, just wanted to mix it up. And I think at the end of the day, the reason for product leadership is everyone on the team owns that role and responsibility. We all lead the team somewhere and either can distract that unified, you know, distract from unifying the message for the team to follow and find the rhythm in, or we can add to it and bring value to it and hold people accountable and bring structure and, and, and speak life and into the meeting, into the process and to the refinement as the culture of a team is built and maintained. And I think that's the reason for the theme of this podcast being product leadership. We are all leaders in this. And we all can bring something to the table. And the moment we start pointing the finger outward, that's when the team and the culture and even delivering a great product can break down and not be what it could be. All right, y'all. Hopefully, there's still a couple of you out there listening. I didn't lose everybody about five minutes into this podcast. If you're still there, kudos to you for hanging in. Uh, I'll sign off now. Appreciate you leaning in, listening to this episode. Um, and look forward to hearing from you. Be great if you can rate this podcast, subscribe to this podcast if you find it enjoyable. You know, leave a one-star rating if that's what you feel like. Leave a four-star rating if that's what you feel like. Hit, go to Anchor, actually call in. Love to hear from you guys. Hope all's well. Until next time, peace.